Adventures with Ghosts. Adventures with Ghosts. Okay, hello and welcome to Adventures with Ghosts. I am your adventure lad, Ben Summers, and sitting across from me digitally is the ghost host, Jay Larzalier. Hello! This is a podcast where we watch uh, Ghost Adventures, the Travel Channel show, and then afterwards, we talk about it. This is the afterwards part. We Today we watch ep- uh, Season 4, Episode 4, Waverly so, Hills Sanatorium. Yes, this is the address of death. <laughs> As according to Zach. There is... Uh, people just dying to get in. There's a. <laughs> it's a, It's just like uh, what? Who's the Who's the terrible man that Hugh Jackman played in the musical? Jay. Uh, he owned a slave. <laughs> oh, uh, P.T. Barnum. Yeah, it's just like P.T. Barnum says, except it would be D.T. Sucker- Barnum because it's death truth barnum and it's a person's dying every minute oh okay this place Uh, has got it all jay it's got a body shoot aka death tunnel that goes straight down it it goes straight down it doesn't go straight down at a 45 degree angle (laughs) imagine imagine if they built a thing that is actually just straight down they just fucking chucked people in there like it would just be just just the body (laughs) A bunch of gore and terrible bone fragments at just the bottom. viscera. <laughs> just Ugh, yeah, it's God. like a five, at least a four-story building. It might be five or six, isn't it? And they just uh, like, it is. Hold on, it's only two stories, I think. Wait, no, because no. they were it on the started off floor. as two stories. Okay, I'm yeah, because they were on the fourth floor when the yeah, I think it must happened. be five or six. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> straight down, you're just fucking checking it from five stories up to a concrete ground <laughs> the guy's like no nah, it's 45 degree angle and Zach's body's like, straight, dropping straight down it's got hand holder ghosts it's got ghost children even though we've spent episodes where they talk about how there is no such thing as ghost children because that, god and, could not leave uh yes. a children behind yeah god cannot leave a children yeah, um, a children behind. <laughs> it's got a dark room. It's got a morgue. Uh, it's got everything that you would imagine a sanatorium is. Jay, would you like to fill our audience in on what a sanatorium is? So a sanatorium was uh, a hospital specifically built to take care of people with tuberculosis. Uh, and I guess we can just go straight into the history. Uh, it actually started off as like a school, like a, a pretty small school, like a one room schoolhouse um uh and then uh the i think it was like what is it the board of tuberculosis hospitals kept the name from that schoolhouse so that's why it's called waverly uh hill oh okay uh and then the the actual sanatorium was started in 1908 and it opened in uh july 26 1910 uh this is this is from the Waverly, uh, the real Waverly Hills.com, by the way. Um, yeah, uh, so 
it was a huge it was a huge huge ep- uh pandemic uh throughout no well, it was a pandemic it was an epidemic which is yeah. a little different i think i don't know pandemic is the world right yeah epidemic is like a center i guess yeah, yeah like a focus um yeah it was an epidemic because tb is a lung disease and they didn't really know a whole lot about what caused tb it was the very beginning of uh research into like virology and bacteria and so people were kind of piecing it together but we weren't totally on top of it yet and so one of the things that people thought would make um people with tb feel better is if they went to places that had clean air, usually mm-hmm. clean mountain air. So places like Colorado, or I guess this place, which is in Kentucky, yes. they would build giant, basically like live-in hospitals, like long-stay mm-hmm. hospitals, and they would have uh, patients it, stay there to be in the the fresh, clean air and hopefully and get better. And specifically, uh, they were built, like I think he mentioned it once, um, that it's in like this bat wing shape so it's like i don't know why it's a bat wing but it's like a wing shape so there's like there's like a center building and then there's two kind of like diagonal buildings off of it and so that was to like allow more people to um have access to like windows and air yeah uh, yeah so kids had it uh, i was it was like everybody kids you know mm-hmm. adults elderly people now um, this wasn't uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this consumption or is that a different disease? Uh, no, I think consumption is also TB. Yeah. So they used to call it consumption because it was like something was slowly eating away at you. And it was actually like in Victorian times, like a really romanticized disease. Super weird. Uh, these are the things you learn when you're an English major uh, hmm. that you don't use for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different than, uh, yeah, consumption. You're right. Yeah. Um, I was going to make a diarrhea joke, but I can't think of it. Um, so, yeah. So that's what a <laughs> sanatorium That's what a sanatorium was. Uh, there's a lot of them. They aren't really yeah. used anymore um, because we've learned that that really doesn't... I mean, it, it would help in general because it's, you know, fresh air, but yeah. it doesn't help specifically to help you recover from TV. I, I think it might, like, it might have prolonged your life, maybe, if you're not, like, in the city, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I don't think it would obviously cure you. Um, and also, I guess, in some ways, it helped because it stopped the spread. Because uh, yeah. re- they removed the people. So, like, in some ways, it was kind of incidentally, like, helpful. Um, and because they were, um, like, it, it was contagious. It was this self-contained community. Like, they all were. Um, but Waverly was, like, especially, it had its own zip code. So, like, if you were mailing something to it, it was its own specific thing. Um, it had its own fruits and vegetables. It had its own uh, livestock. It was this very, it was, like, separate thing up in the hills of Kentucky. Um, and yeah. pretty much once you went in, you just kind of lived as a permanent resident there. Um, this one seemed like it was pretty cutting edge because one of the things that Zach got really obsessed with was uh, that it has an x-ray, uh, both machine and processing room. Mm-hmm. And Zach uh, does not understand what x-rays are um, <laughs> because he keeps being like, 
Is that the beginning? It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the very beginning, because they're like, oh, yeah, they had to make a dark room for the x-rays, because otherwise they'd get exposed to light, and they, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't work. Uh, they'd get washed out. And uh, Zach's like, yeah, you know, this is where they keep the x-rays. And uh, this is, the x-rays are how you could tell if you were going to die. You know, like, I guess, like, maybe, but it's not like the x-rays were evil objects or something. Like, they aren't keeping it in a dark room because it, like, is an I omen could, of some sort. I was sort. thinking, yeah, I was thinking <laughs> of how I could spin it of, like, oh, like, the, like, energy of, like, the doctor looking at the x-ray and being like, oh, no, this person's gonna die. But, like, that's not what Zach was saying. He was saying, like, the x-rays are evil or something. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I don't. Can know. you imagine looking at these X-rays if you're a patient and knowing that you're going <laughs> to die? And he's like, I know you're just hearing that, but think about it. And you're like, Zach, I mean, that's like a lot of things. <laughs> like, <laughs> cancer patients still. I, I mean, maybe that's what he was trying to express. But it was very funny that he was just like, man, these X-rays have so much power. And you're like, I don't, I don't think they do. Imagine like, if wasn't, he. Imagine if they had some there still or something. <laughs> yeah, and then the lady, she's getting into it, and she's like, yeah, imagine how many prayers came out of here. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, but we're talking about x-rays here. <laughs> we're talking about the future. Yeah, we're talking about objects uh, that predict your death. They're called x-rays. I don't know if you know. <laughs> it's just, you put them in the dark room, and it comes out, and it's either a yes or a no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the x-ray is. People just... uh, Oh, you see this bone right here? That means you're going to (laughs) die. They just consolidated the power of of magic eight balls. (laughs) Yeah, that's the liquid. They put the magic eight ball liquid in, and that's how they dip the (laughs) x-ray. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what the x-ray image is put on. It's just a big sheet of magic eight ball liquid. (laughs) That's why... That's why you have to be quiet and you can't talk. The doctor has to step outside because he has to whisper if you're going to live or die into the x-ray machine in the other room. Are you, is this person going to live or die? Okay, I'll, I'll look. I'll look if it comes up on his ribs. Does Deborah love me? No, no, that's not what this machine's for. Oh, wait, it's written. It's written right there on his ribs. Yes. Wait, wait, did he say the love me thing when I asked if he's going to die? Which one is it? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have some good or possibly bad news for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Um, Yeah, so we get get some sad stories about, like, kids who were there. Because, like we said, it... It was all ages, really, that lived there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the kids lived in wings with other kids, and, you know, the adults, they, they put them so that it wasn't, it wasn't a great disease, but it wasn't like it... It wasn't made, instantaneously killed. Yeah. You. It was, it, it would progress over, like, time, kind of. So you'd be there for months, possibly years, and so, like, being with other people is good, and so they would make sure all the people uh of the same age group were around uh which is why they had sad stories about like a kid would die and the nurses and helpers 
who worked in the sanitarium would come over, you know, after a night and the kids would be like grieving over their friend who had passed away. Um, you know, cause I got to know them cause they're there for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd all, they said they'd be standing around the empty bed. Yeah. They should, like you were saying about, they maximized the architecture's, uh, design to maximize the amount of windows and thus fresh air that people had. And so they showed one of the kind of hallways that the children's ward had, and mm-hmm. it was giant windows that even during operation, they didn't have glass there, but rather just copper screens. And so that would maximize the amount of you know air movement that could come in and the kids would be pulled, their beds would be pulled close to the windows and then i think that was i think that was everyone would be pulled out onto that like huge patio thing yeah yeah and their nurses there's enough room between the beds that nurses could come in and you know Mm -hmm. help administer whatever uh the the patients um so there's pictures which is actually pretty cool about the episode lots of pictures from that time period i think from Mm -hmm. waverly right they all look like Waverly. yes all of those are from waverly yeah yeah so pretty pretty nice you know and uh they said that the kids would be put out there and then when they started deteriorating in health they would be moved to a separate part of the they'd be moved to the other end so like you know how it's kind of like an amphitheater style where it's like kind of curb so the ones on the other side because i think so so waverly's on a hill so i think like the windows with the screens were on the way facing out of the hill so on the other side where like it was built kind of on the side of a hill kind of does that make sense okay where like would be facing like the actual hill that's where they would kind of move them back to so that other people wouldn't have to like see them (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, you know, like we were saying with the, oh, it's good to have other people around. Yeah, but it's not good when you're watching someone die. Like, that's yeah. probably bad for morale. Um, yeah. They made it, yeah, they made it seem really sinister. Um, I don't think it was that sinister. Yeah, they made it seem sinister because they were like, yeah, the rooms on the opposite side are, we. they were called the terminal rooms. And I joked, <laughs> I joked with like, oh, yeah, when you're about to die, we just put you in this dark corner. Like... <laughs> 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 no more sunlight for you. <laughs> Say goodbye to Bob. Oh. <laughs> He's going to turn our rooms. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Your explanation is not in the episode, yeah. but makes more sense on why they would move you. Yeah. Um. So they. it seems like they kept pretty good rec- records at Waverly because one of the things that Zach pointed out was in one of the rooms, which Waverly is pretty much in disrepair now, um, but mm-hmm. the rooms are still intact, and so they had a placard of a little girl. Well, not little girl, because she died when she was 28. A woman um, who was there for many years and died when she was 28, and it said, like, this is the room that she died in. It had a picture of her, and then even a picture of her, like, in a window. Like, sitting like, in one of the, like, the... Sc- yeah. By one of the screens, yeah. And Zach... <laughs> So it's like a placard that's posted on the wall next to the room so you can know it. And Zach sees it, points it out, reads it for uh, for us, and then takes it off the wall. And, and this is, like, with, like, masking tape. Like, I, I yeah. think this is still, like, 
I don't know if uh, if you don't know, this is like Waverly is one of the places that like most haunted shows go to. Um, it's it's kind of like a very staple of these kind of shows. Um, so I've seen like multiple shows <laughs> go here, um, but like it, it, I think this was very early on still in them kind of renovating it and kind of bringing it back. Um, so it's just like taped on with like masking tape and so zach like pulls it off and like instantly ben and i were like you don't don't break that <laughs> you were <a> guest here <laughs> and he just does it so he can go over the window which isn't that far away and then like sit in the same spot that she was in and he's like isn't that spooky isn't that creepy you're like, ah, why did you have to take it from the wall? And then later on, well, I'll just skip ahead and say later on, we come back to this picture, and we can clearly see their, like, gaff tape, which is, like, a film tape or, like, a lighting tape. Yeah. They used to, like, tape stuff down. <laughs> they need to tape it back up. So I just imagine the scene of Zach, like, all right, let's put this thing back up. Here. Oh, oh. oh. It's like, it's yeah, Zach. <laughs> it doesn't just stick again because you ripped it off the wall. You dick. um (laughs) we go so most of the beginning of the episode is kind of wandering around and uh, they have tour guides who are talking to the ghost boys they go to the death shoot the body shoot um Mm -hmm. and uh the guy explains the tour guide explains that um they used to wheel the gurneys down and sometimes the coffins uh, because they didn't want people to see the bodies get wheeled out, because they would, uh, as Jay mentioned, again seems feel seems pretty, pretty bad. yeah, seems pretty compassionate. I don't know. It is, yeah, it's yeah. It would be bad to just see people dying all the just, time. Just well, knowing, ten more coffins today. Yep, and uh, we don't have a cure for this, so uh, you know it's cool that it reminded me that you know eventually I'm just gonna die. Um, so if it's it is not a straight down shoot as zach claimed a couple times in the opening yeah yeah 45 degree uh Mm -hmm. slope and the guy even explained that they had like Like mounted to the roof of this tunnel uh a zip line sort of thing that they could put the coffins you know which are very heavy because most of them Mm -hmm. are made of wood and also probably have a body in them and mount the coffins and then Use that to help them, you know, move the coffin down the ramp. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty cool. That was not there. He just pointed out where it used yeah. to be. Yeah, it's super cool. I don't know. Like, yeah. uh, for, so most of the time when we go to, like, hospitals or places, like, it's, like, a bad thing, right? Because they're always like, oh, they treated patients so terribly. But here, like, I don't know. As far as, like, at least at what is presented in this episode, I think there might have been other stuff. But I think that was just, like, them not knowing how to treat the disease, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, it seems like a nice place. Yeah. And there wasn't... Most of uh, most of the ghosts in this story, uh, in this episode, were sad boys. Yes. Not, not many bad boys. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a weird, like, wrinkle that the guys did not understand very much, um is one of the guides who also functions as a ghost tour guy mm-hmm. is talking about he has taken multiple tours uh, through the sanitarium. Mm-hmm. And he, at least one tour, he mentioned that he went upstairs and he had a group 
below him on the floor below and he was mm-hmm. doing stuff with the upstairs uh, guys and then came downstairs and the tour group downstairs was like hey you know why are you being so rude to us and he's like i, I don't know what you're talking about i was upstairs you know i haven't been down since right now mm-hmm. like no no we saw you you know you came down those other stairs over there and then you know we waved to you and you ran away and ignored us and like, why why did you do that? And he was like, no, nah, I, I absolutely did not do that. I have not been down on this floor. And so he was saying, oh, you know, that's happened to me a couple of times. This is just the biggest incident. And it's because that is my doppelganger. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Zach's like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know what a doppelganger is. And he says, oh, it's your double, like a ghostly double. And when you see it, and Zach's like, you die? <laughs> um which is true supposedly uh yeah if you do see it as an omen of death it's usually the end of your life yeah it's not like the fucking doppelganger is gonna kill you oh i always thought that's what it was i thought that the doppelganger was gonna kill you no it's no well i know it's a german myth it's it's from germany yeah i mean it's bad news your doppelganger isn't like looking out for the best of you but like the doppelganger isn't gonna kill you Hmm. Um. Yeah, and so they're like, "Oh, also the doppelganger is not like a." Okay. Okay. So we. Oh, it's a harbinger of bad luck. Okay. Yeah. The doppelganger is not a bad, like it is not malicious in itself. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So here's another thing about doppelgangers. They also exist all the time. Like yes, this is not specific to to like to this place yeah like it is there in the world and you can run into it at any time in fact it's probably not going to run into you in a fucking weird ass sanitarium you're probably just going to run into it like when you're going about your day like in the middle of you know the sun mm-hmm. in a market or something like it it's just there your doppelganger is continuously in the world and you may see it and if you do it's not going to be good um but they they assumed like it was the doppelganger thing was like only in the sanitarium so they're like oh fuck now we got to worry about doppelgangers this place is full of doppelgangers mm-hmm. and you're like oh god no look <laughs> it's just no. a, it's just a thing it's just it's all the time it's like the fucking game like as soon as you hear yeah. about it you're like now i have to live with this <laughs> For the rest of my life, I can never stop playing the game. Um, which, now, we've just lost the game. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, or so, it, it was just, they get so fucking tickled with the doppelganger. Um, yeah. And then, we talked to another guide, and a uh, guy was talking about, in one investigation that he was doing, one of his friends got punched by a ghost. Mm-hmm. It hit right in the back. And you could, like, yeah. hear the chair, uh, like, move, kind of. And I guess he got, like, hit. You could see it's, um, uh, what is it? You could see, like, the bruise, and you can see, like, you could hear the chair, like, kind of back up and hit down. Yep. And let's see. So there's, like, a lot. There's a lot of stories. Another one is a local woman who's talking about her experiences with the, uh, with the sanitarium and said when they were kids and they would play be playing on the hill uh that the sanitarium sits on top of they would hear 
like children screaming for help. Mm -hmm. But at that point, the sanitarium had been closed and abandoned, so suppose you know there'd be no children there. Mm -hmm. And so her and her friends can remember hearing the screams and then yelling, like, shut up at the kids, which is a nice thing to do to ghosts. You know, that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. I was just asking for help, <laughs> and you're just continuously, for years, yelling mm -hmm. shut up at them. Um, <laughs> and I love that Zach's just like, yeah, you know, but hearing about this stuff, you know, can get you really emotional and really sad. It's really heartbreaking. Like, right after he, she told a story about telling people who were asking them for help for years to shut up. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. That's <laughs> probably what she's feeling right now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and then they talk, they, there's two more ghosts. Uh, three more ghosts. Yeah. Uh, there's the nurse. Yeah, okay, that's next. Nur the nurse who killed, she committed suicide. Yes. Um, by hanging herself. Uh, and apparently there was a rumor that she was. Well, it, this this story kind of seemed to get away. I don't know. It was like, it kind of seemed to like take on a life of its own. Um, in the sense that like it, every time someone talked about it, it got more and more weird and extreme. <laughs> <clears throat> like at first it's like oh she was pregnant and you're like okay yeah I get, I get it you know it's like the 50s like you know unwed mother and then the next person was like oh actually she also had tuberculosis and you're like oh man okay damn that's that sucks and then the last person was like yeah and apparently she like had an abortion and then threw the baby in a well like you know, the fetus in a well and it was just kind of like I you know, at a certain point, I'm thinking people have embellished upon this a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, the well part, by far the most shocking and horrifying, they just kind of gloss right over that. They're like, yeah, yeah I don't know, she's young herself, you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't come back, does it? I don't think no. they bring that back up. No, because you were making the joke, though, like, and it haunts that to this day. Well, I was more making the joke that it was like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because the turtles go down in the sewer and then they get hit with the ooze. And then we have this whole second movie about finding out about the secret of the ooze, you know. But we never find out the secret of the ooze. That's the real secret of the ooze, is that we never figure it out. Is Ninja Rap in the first movie or second movie? This, uh, the second one. Oh, man. Wow, that's that's a hit. Both Secret of the Ooze and the Ninja this is... <laughs> This is a completely, a pro, like, this is, okay. The, in the movie, uh, I'm sorry, I just have to say this. In the movie, it is posited that uh, Vanilla Ice, the character of Vanilla Ice, uh, comes up with that rap on the spot after watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fight some dudes. He's, so he's freestyling? He, he is freestyling the ninja rap, that is correct. Jeez, holy yeah. shit, that, that thing's a fucking banger. It's pretty good. Yeah, so he's just coming up with that off the top of his head. My God. Wow. You know, people had to wear those costumes, and they were full of foam, <clears throat> so they would get so sweaty in it that well, like, this... at the end of filming, they would just, like, pour sweat out of their heads. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the first... So the first one, they had all their... I know a lot about these movies, guys. <laughs> um, in the first one, all of the, like, animatronics for the heads were because like the heads would like animate on their own 
um, were in the like the the shells, um, okay. and in the second one they put all of those uh, electronics in the heads. So the heads themselves were like thirty pounds. Jesus Christ! And that was before they get soaked up with sweat and they would gain like another ten pounds. Ugh. Imagine having a forty pound head. Now that would be a ghost that I'd be really scared of. Like. They just go to this set of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and just like, yeah, there's just these forty pound heads. <laughs> Put speaking them on; of, they're haunted. <laughs> speaking of scary ghosts, the creeper. The creeper. So it is not an exploding green pickle, but yes. rather a shadow form, a shadow entity that creeps along the ground and sometimes creeps along the ceiling. And I just want to push. I don't think this comes back either. I think maybe part of it was supposed to be implied to be part of the shadow figures we see later, but we don't actually get anything with the creeper. Um, he just sounds creepy. He just sounds creepy, but Zach says he's demonic, and I just... Why? Yeah, we were wondering about why why we would center on him being demonic. We think just because if you're a weirdo. like Yeah, I think a... Zach is just, like, anti-weirdo. Yeah. And thus demonic. Like, if you move, like, what's the fucking, uh, what's the line for that? I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit, if people are creeping along the ground, I'm gonna get a little nervous, you know. But. I'd probably ask if they were okay, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, if, yeah, that's true. You should ask if they are okay. That would be the better, more responsible. Or just kind of say, like, hey, how's it going? And if they're just kind of like, oh, hey, how's it going? And you'll be like. Okay, you know what? That person wants to do that. That's fine. <laughs> How about a limp? Is that scary? I think it is. I think that's to uh, Zach definitely. I think that's over the line. How about a cane? You know, not a limp, just a cane. You need help. It was uh, Waverly was a um, what was it? At an old person's home after tuberculosis was cured. Okay, so would that be scary if I saw a go- uh, shadow figure? Weird how they don't bring that up. You know. Yeah. You'd think they'd be like, oh, yeah, old people died here, too. It's like, yeah, 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 but we don't care about them. Yeah, no, they're dead anyways. They're dead on arrival. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think we're at the lockdown. Yeah, wait. There's also the Kit Kat ghost. Uh, oh, that's Kit- right. This is, like, the, the kind of in-between part where... So this is also this was also when they were talking last- about um, when the guy got hit. Yeah, the last ghost, the whistle ghost. Yeah, so the the guy the guy that got hit, I guess they captured the whistle beforehand or something. Yeah. That was yeah. never very clear to me. What was that about? Uh, it was just a whistle omen. The whistle okay. stuff and bad stuff happens. And then Zach says, like, "Oh, we caught." So they catch a whistle, and it's weird. It is a weird whistle. Uh, the only thing that I could possibly think it could be it would be like something with the door but i feel like also you would hear that on the like audio of the camera and you yeah. don't so yeah. uh at least from what's presented i have no idea what it yeah, was it is a very loud whistle only on playback not a loud whistle and it's not like also filming. just like one whistle it's like it's like whistle 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 but i don't think it's like changes notes but it's like whistle 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 like it's yeah. like multiple whistles you know and then they pick up an EVP that they think, and it kind of does, sounds like a guy uh, saying, give me a break. 
And, and I said, I didn't realize um, ghosts were so informative of old candy commercials. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I still remember the Kit Kat. Uh, yeah. Jingle. Kit Kat ghost. Yep, it's a Kit Kat ghost. And then uh, we're in the lockdown. I like when they have to explain to us how they're getting locked down. Like, I think I genuinely like it because it's such a dumb part of what they're, you know, because this is still at the point where they're like, yeah, the novelty of us getting locked in a place is like, ooh. Like, I don't know. It's how the audience knows they're serious. Yeah. But even, I don't know, later on, like, they do end investigations beforehand and it's not, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, but they're like, we're in lockdown and they have a little, uh, like, a lock. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, look, as soon as this clicks into place, we're not getting out until the morning. And it yeah. clicks into place. And then he gets a board, and he puts the board over the door. And I was saying, that doesn't really keep them from getting... That keeps other people from coming in. You can just move the board. Yeah, you, you can just there, move you the can board. <laughs> like, it's not that hard. <laughs> you, you just did it. And then, since we're in sad boys mode, and not bad boys mode, Zack starts yelling into the void that he's going to bring you comfort. And <laughs> Threateningly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you not could me. ask them if they want you to bring them comfort. Um, and then, we he actually leaves nice flowers at the place where the woman died, who he ripped her placard off the wall. <laughs> As an apology, I guess. As an apology for ruining her thing. And then they have a new device. Uh, which... Did they say what it was? I know what it is. Okay, what's the name? It's, called a, re- it. it's called a REM pod, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they call it that. Okay. Um, this might be before it was called a REM pod. But essentially, okay. it's like a it detects... I don't know if they said this. Did, what did they say it did in the episode? It detects if things break an energy field yeah so it has like a static energy field around it and then it uh if you break it so it does kind of two things right because it's the whole idea of um ghosts take energy to do things so that's why they would drain like electron electronics to get that energy um so it's pumping out this energy in this field so then a ghost is like oh look at this energy on the ground i'm gonna eat it hop nom 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 and then when they do that, it makes, like, a little bleepy light noise. And I guess it gets, like, brighter if you get closer to it. Or, like, more lights turn on if you get closer to the actual pod. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a theremin. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they just put it on the ground and then they yell at the darkness to get close to it. And um, it started going off when they were in the room. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh shit, uh, there's ghosts. It's walking around because I also captured an EVP of like, kind of sounds like footsteps. And they're like, oh mm-hmm. man, it's getting close. And if you know the coincidence of what was going on is pretty weird that they were like, are you getting close? And then it would be like, beep, beep. and stop. Yeah. And be like beep. <laughs> like oh, okay. And then didn't they ask a question and it like stopped beeping and then beeped again and they're like oh yeah. that means yes you're like yeah at one point he's like that. yeah <laughs> I never understand all right this is maybe another because uh, honestly I don't they got a lot of EVPs this episode they didn't get 
well they got like one piece of footage we'll talk about later um but it's like okay so here's my question for this because like this is this is the thing that comes up in so many paranormal shows of the one beep for yes two beeps for no right yeah one it that's not a universal thing i don't think like it's universal in like paranormal studies, but like I like if these ghosts are just normal people, they're not gonna know that secret code unless you explain it to them. Okay. And then two, I shouldn't shouldn't it be I think about this and like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is asking too much of the ghost. Shouldn't it be two beeps for yes, three beeps for no? Because that's the <laughs> only way you could really determine whether it is an answering like like positively right because if it was always one like one beep can be like just like inaccurate right yeah it could just be a malfunction but if it's two beeps going like beep beep or beep 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 like then it's like on purpose and it has intention i i agree this is these are good (laughs) points because you're right like what if it loses power it's gonna and then gains power again you know like there's a short circuit it's it's more likely to one beep than it would be to two beep Right, that's so like it all like there would be a false positive. Like I don't know, this is this is what I think about when I'm actually thinking about like the actual like science this of like trying. I don't know, it's not science, but it's like I, I don't know. It just seems to like maybe like I said, maybe it's asking too much of a ghost to like use that much energy. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's my point. That's my. I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> uh so with the theremin ghosts after they left the room they said it never came back they also posited that it was a child i have no idea why they thought it was a yeah child. i don't yeah and zach started doing his very like patronizing child talking voice which like i don't know most of the time you can just talk to kids they're you don't yeah. need to like you don't need to like raise your voice or like you know talk really slowly it's like it's not gonna help. One, they're either they're gonna get it or they're not gonna get it. You know, uh, and especially if it's a ghost. Like, do you think? I mean, hmm. he's yeah, he's older than you are, dude. Well, you don't. I know you don't progress in age, but like, do they have? Because they have memories, right? They gain experience. Yeah, yeah, because like because other people like in other. I don't know if they've ever done it with a kid of like talking to a kid and then like talking to a kid ghost and then coming back and then seeing that kid ghost again but they certainly have done that with other ghosts of like oh this ghost like knows who i am so like okay that implies it has memory so like it clearly feels the passage of time so do they develop as people and it can gain experience right so they develop as people or are they just like always the same like I don't know. They're both static and non-static at the same time. If a ghost saw Blade Runner and delivered the Rutger Hauer monologue to me, I think I would be convinced. Okay. Oh, well, all right. You know, maybe we, we could figure this out. He can just recite it. Like, that would be fine. If can the Rutger movie Hauer? be playing really quietly while it's <laughs> happening? Yeah. If or, like, Rutger can we put Hauer, it on mute? Who are it's R.I.P. Possible kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. No idea if he's alive or not. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, it, that would totally convince me both that ghosts are real and that ghosts... Because we've talked about, you know, how should you treat ghosts? Yeah. If they are human or, like... Human adjacent in some human way. Human adjacent, then do they deserve, you know, respect? I'd say yeah. I mean, like, I think animals deserve respect. Yeah. And they're not human at all. Um... But Look, like, I'm afraid of horses, and I still think they deserve respect, mainly because they can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, horses are insane animals. They—if you look at their eyes, they're one of the only things that have like madness behind their <laughs> eyes. I—I <laughs> I don't trust them at all. Um, <laughs> but like, but, if yeah, if uh, if they're human adjacent, then should they be treated with respect? I mean, Beetlejuice has the same question yeah and they're trying to exercise uh the main characters yeah bio- biological uh exorcist exor- yeah well biological exorcist is beetlejuice technically uh, and i can't say that one more time in no no episode. you have to say it in a row is that's how the okay, curse works okay. i've yeah um so it must be they, spoken they getting, unbroken they, okay good they uh they get sad when they start seeing that you know these ghosts which they just assume are like you know ghosts so inhuman and thus not worthy of their like feelings when mm-hmm. they start seeing them touching each other's hands and obviously experiencing pain as they're being exercised they start feeling bad mm-hmm. and even the uh the very jerk yuppies are just mm-hmm. like hey we should stop this cuz it's not good and so yeah. they realize like Oh, ghosts deserve respect too. Just because we don't understand them doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we should be mean to them. And uh, Zach does not have that idea. In fact, I don't know if many paranormal investigators have that idea. I think, I think maybe it's something like it depends on why you're in the the um, in the field, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And I think like with what we know of like where Zach goes, like I'm not saying that he's like has bad intentions, but I I think that like there is an element of Zach that, um, I don't know. He's in it for his own validation, I guess. But like, I don't know. Everyone needs validation. Like that, that comes off maybe more judgmental than like, I don't, I'm wondering like how much it is. It is actually to communicate with the dead and more of to prove like what he believes in. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely sees himself as um, he sees a, he sees the ghost adventuring as a way to progress his own growth like mm-hmm. to you know he even says it as a journey yeah. and I don't know he, he sees the ghost as rather a catalyst rather than um, you know actualized in any mm-hmm. way uh, I don't know. Okay, we're getting a little. <laughs> this is too English major. Episode. Uh, but like, I don't know. I don't want this to come off as sounding like judgmental of like Zach saying like, "Oh, he doesn't care. He's a bad person." But it's just like that's not his like. I don't know. He just doesn't come across that that's his primary focus. I guess, especially like now. Like, I think maybe you could talk about like how he's changed or whatever. But, um, yeah. It's so. Well, I guess we were talking about him talking to the kid and, like, why it was a kid. Um, I don't yeah. know. I kind of lost it, my train of thought. I, I started thinking about these topics because the next scene after the theremin is they go down to the morgue. 
um, which was very busy, both probably as a sanitarium and also as a uh, old person home. Mm-hmm. And the kind of the morgue storers, I, what what are those things called? Where you push I don't the bodies? know. I guess just okay. body lockers or like just freezers. Yeah, lockers maybe. Uh, well, those are still there and intact, and at least mm-hmm. one of them still has the kind of gurney pusher. The, yeah, like the back where you forth. pull out. Yeah. Yeah. And so Zach gets in one, and uh, Nick pushes him in, and there's not a door anymore, but, like, you could go, you know, physically be inside of it. It's just not going to have a door. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sits there for a while and one of the things that he says he's like oh man can you imagine being a ghost and uh you know being here knowing that there's so many dead you know have passed through this uh these lockers and he goes can you imagine being a ghost and seeing yourself Mm -hmm. and that's an interesting uh that's an interesting thing because uh, they just play so fast and loose with like they don't have a coherent uh i ideal of ghost or Mm -hmm. maybe they've just never defined it but we both see that they'll talk about the theory that ghosts are just like tape loops basically memories being replayed Um, well right they they explain that there's like the two sides of it Um, yeah or is it not tape loops and that they're like another state of being and so like mm -hmm. you said ghosts can have memories and they can experience things and they can interact um like in real time with us uh i was just i was pretty interested to be like would like a ghost would a ghost feel grief for itself you know it's it's old physical body like would it recognize Mm -hmm. itself um i don't that wouldn't fit in the tape loop thing because right yeah well i mean i don't know (laughs) if we want to get all new agey and wooey woo um (laughs) There's like an idea that consciousness is not um, existent within the brain, but instead it is transmitted to the brain, um, which would explain, which talks about stuff like um, Project Stargate, which is like, it has a, Project Stargate sounds much more crazy than it is. Uh, It's like the far viewing thing that uh, the government did, um, where in its early stages, it was actually really successful. And it was kind of crazy that they could, like, teach people to do this thing. Um, But it's the idea that uh, rather than you sending your consciousness outside of your body, it's your consciousness is already outside of your body. It's receiving in your brain. Hmm. Um, So then it's this idea of, like, kind of a similar thing of, oh, what if, you know, what if your consciousness just leaves the transceiver and then you're able to see it, you know? Hmm. That's kind of cool. It's like uh, Stars Are Projectors by Modest Mouse. Stars Are Projectors projecting our lives down on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. I don't know. That was just interesting that Zach said that. Um, so Zach stays down in that gurney for a while. Nick and Aaron leave him. And then they come back a little bit while later. Zach's like, I feel so lethargic. It feels like I have, you know, just like a stack of bodies on top of me. Yeah. Which is a thing that they've also talked about is like when you're in a place where lots of people were sick with a certain thing, you will be take on start taking on attributes mm-hmm. of that sickness. Um, like when earlier on, uh, we didn't mention it, but earlier on they were filming in like a surgery suite 
and uh, Nick was like, "Oh, my ribs hurt. My like the my side of my ribs hurt." And it's like, "Oh, this is where they would like take people's ribs out so that they could breathe better." Um, so like, what? yeah, it's a similar similar kind of thing. That's that's yeah, huh? Um, and then that's it. He just gets lethargic, and then Nick and Aaron come back, and they're like, "How is it?" And he's like, oh, "I just feel really tired." And Aaron comes in. He's like why does it smell so weird here and he's like what do you mean and he goes like why does it smell like chili and he's like what what do you mean it smells like chili and then nick pipes up yeah it smells like death <laughs> he's like no it smells like death like what what is wrong with you? <laughs> uh yeah chili equals death <laughs> um and then they go upstairs there in the fourth the fourth floor oh wait i think we missed the point where aaron was walking around and he saw nick in another room oh yes actually yeah we did uh (laughs) i just mainly say this because i want to get i want to record what aaron said which is the dop the double was it double gang guy (laughs) the double gang guy (laughs) yeah because he doesn't know yeah he doesn't know what doppelganger is um <laughs> that was it i just wanted to bring that out because if i found it really amusing they so they go upstairs and um yeah aaron that double the doppelganger myth uh that really fucked with him like <laughs> later, later in the episode he hasn't seen zach for a while and zach comes up to him again and aaron like under his breath goes are you the real zach <laughs> like he he has been thinking about this since it was mentioned earlier in the day. It's like it's like Roko's uh basilisk. It's like a mind virus, you know? <laughs> Why did you say that on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta protect myself. <laughs> oh man. You know that is the fucking reason that Grimes and Elon Musk are together? That's cursed. <laughs> Because they were talking about it on Twitter, uh, Jesus. Uh, anyways, look look it up if you if you want. Look it up more. or don't. I don't know. <laughs> actually, I'm not in charge actually, of you. Actually, now you have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, if they don't look it up, they're safe. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so Aaron is. They go up to the fourth floor, which is where the children's ward is, and. Aaron is asked to basically just wander in the darkness alone, and uh, he he gets all he gets all the good footage. Like all of the Aaron mm-hmm. stuff is actually the best stuff in the episode. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, he gets he gets to see a Van Halen graffiti sign. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> he gets a uh, he gets like a what? It was a weird noise. It was like um. It was like something falling, I think. It was no, it was the woo. Oh yeah, the like the moaning. Yeah, because uh, he asked. Yeah, he asked, "Did you die?" He's just talking in the darkness. Did you die of TB in here? And then, like right after he says it, there's this very loud, <laughs> like audible moaning. Like yeah, it's like woo, like woo. It was it's very weird. <laughs> Do you think it's like in a comedy show when they're like you're like how? you wisconsin and then they go woo <laughs> and then aaron's like aaron's like did you die of tv and they're like yeah right here woo. <laughs> represent <laughs> uh and that scares the shit out of aaron 
And he goes like, oh man, that was really scary. He goes, I think I, <laughs> I think I had two drops of pee come out. Um, and then <laughs> as he's, what, is it, what does it say? As, yeah, as the, he's saying it, they're like, oh, and when we played this back, we got an EVP. So we get to hear Aaron confess that he just pissed his pants. Two dro- he's like, there's two drops of pee came out. And then after, it's the EVP that goes, so what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that one's a kid? <laughs> just a kid fucking him up. <laughs> so just what? Just bullying the shit out of <laughs> even kid, even ghost children bully Aaron. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "There's a child mocking him." You're like, "No, they got it. That's that is what I heard." <laughs> oh, that's really funny. And then bullying transcends uh, lifetimes. <laughs> I told, I told, uh. I told Jay that that's his uh, his own eating beans moment. This <laughs> 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 fucking getting owned. Um, and then yeah, Zach. Um, Aaron thought he saw somebody, so he calls Zach and Nick over, but they don't catch anything. Um, and then that's kind of in the end of the lockdown. However, there is a post uh, segment where they are processing the camera that they've collected because they were just mm-hmm. a couple statics um and uh they see two shadow entities you want to talk about them jay yeah i like that at first we were like kind of indifferent about it but i think the more you like and like i don't know maybe this speaks either to like the false positive element of it or if it's just like you actually need to like try to see it because it's definitely something there i think yeah. like um it's like really grainy bad footage because it's a full spectrum camera. So that means that it it sees things like in the ranges of light beyond our what our eyes can see. Um, do you mean think that mean what's that? Go- what are that shrimp that can see like a bunch of different ranges of light that we can't see? Oh, I don't know. Not pistol like the, shrimps. The is pus- it? No, it's like the punch the punchy one. Maybe it is a pistol shrimp. Is it a pistol? I don't know. Yeah, they punch. Yeah, it's got a weird eye. Hmm. yeah uh do you think they can see ghosts i don't know why haven't people started carrying around pistol shrimps that's what i'm saying this is what i'm saying zach needs to buy a pistol shrimp and they can do the thing with uh in wild wild west where they have that machine that they can hook it up to the eyes of the dead oh shit their last thing that they saw oh shit yep that's good um but (laughs) uh Anyways, yeah, it's like a camera that has a bunch of different, like, it can see different beyond the um, normal spectrum of light. Um, so it's got, like, it's kind of grainy and not great looking. Uh, but then there's, like, a shadow. And at first, it just looks like it's, like, a blob. Um, but then the more you look at it, you can kind of see, like, at least, like, I could at least see, like, there was a space between the legs and it would move. Yeah. And so you could, like, see the defined legs moving back and forth. Um, yeah. And then actually, like, the the experts they bring it to say, like, oh, there's actually something over here. And at first, Ben and I were like, no, there's not. And then we, like, looked at it again. It's like, oh, no, there there is. Like, you can see, like, this other, like, massive shadow coming through the door. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty weird. It definitely, it definitely looks like 
Yeah, it's like shadow figure, like a humanoid figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think that it's, I don't know, I like the when they get new technology that actually does something <laughs> as opposed to because uh, like we had two good two new episode two new uh technologies yep. in this episode and they were both really good they're both like they're both ones that i think are i don't know at least interesting yep. like whether or not their veracity is whatever but at least they have like interesting qualities to them to when you're watching the show i i think like the as we get further on, we'll start getting into the other ones where it's just kind of like, what? What is this? Like, what are you using this for? Like the Microsoft Connect that they use. Yeah, yeah, which has become such a huge staple of their show, and it's just like, I don't get it. They don't explain it. It's, it's the worst. It's bad. Um, it's bad. That's all I'll say. It's it, bad. It's really bad. Okay, so that and that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. So they. Capture some cool stuff, like Jay said, mostly uh, EVPs. We get. I would. I do want to just say for the for the X heads out there, we get <laughs> a image of them putting down an X, but we don't get an X breakdown. No, we don't, and they don't do the noise. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. This might be the death of the X noise. Oh. Yeah, they, we had four. We had four. Yeah. Uh, four UX heads out there. Yeah, there's a. Uh, there's four of them in this episode. And they mm-hmm. show it more than once, because usually they're just like, we put it down, and they're like, boom, here's the X. And there's like a couple times that they go back, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is our static camera. Look at this. And you get a, you get another X. So maybe this yeah. is the, the, the long... We're moving on. Yeah. Uh, so for the cuss counter, uh, I'd say the all the cusses came in pretty much the last maybe 10 minutes. But how many do you think we got? Oh, it's got to be like... I don't know, like five? It's six, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm getting see, I'm getting more accurate. You're getting, I'm getting honed in. You're getting better. Yeah, uh, almost no cusses until pretty much the end. Most of them coming from Aaron. It was a family inf- a family affair until right until the end. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. So let's see. What uh you wanna do Ghost Toast Ghost Roast? Sure. Okay. Uh you go first. What, who do you wanna toast hmm. or roast? You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toast the creeper. <laughs> Why? Because he's innocent. He didn't do anything wrong, yeah. as far as we know. As, look again, I'm going to make this statement because I don't know. Maybe he's a bad man, <laughs> but as far as we know from this episode of Ghost Adventures, the creeper did nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna. If if more information comes to light, <laughs> we... my opinion will change. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a future episode will have an addendum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, I don't know. Look, I don't know what that man does in his free time. I just know what he does during business hours. And during business hours, he just crawls on the floor. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to test the Kit Kat ghost because he made me sing the song. <laughs> Marketing works. <laughs> yeah, I love the Kit Kat song. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Yeah, man. Uh,. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I guess I could briefly talk um so the they're doing a special event uh, because I am cursed to forever just be curious about what Zach Bagans is doing and <laughs> therefore watch every episode of Ghost Adventures. <laughs> um so they're doing this special event right now where they're doing a like uh if you don't know when this is in time, uh this is during uh the 
COVID pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and um, they're doing this like this quarantine inside the haunted museum thing. Um, uh, my favorite thing of the first, they have just came out with for the first episode. I think they're doing like four parts or something. So they're really milking it. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the, my favorite thing was in the first beginning of the first episode, Zach's just driving around Las Vegas and it's like, it's so empty. Look at, there's nobody here. It's so empty. <laughs> it's just like, all right. <laughs> I don't know. It's and then the the reasoning behind it, which like I don't know, maybe this speaks to the changes in Zach we were talking about. The the this the, he was like, yeah, there's all this fear. There's so much fear, and like people are dying, and it's scary. And like, what does that what does that do to the ghost? Does that <laughs> affect the ghosts? Oh, that's nice. And so that's that's the like the idea is like, Oh, is all this death and fear feeding these ghosts and going to make them stronger? Like, what does it mean? So that's, that's their idea behind it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, Zach now owns a haunted museum in Vegas. He's from mm-hmm. Vegas. So yeah, it opened two years ago. Uh, three years. I ago? think so. Three years, maybe 2006, maybe 16. Yeah. Good God. Not 2006. <laughs> that's way longer ago. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, that sounds awful. I used to watch that show that had his haunted museum, and I hated it. So I'm glad that you're watching it. Which today. one? The artifact one? The yes. one that got canceled? Yeah, it's fucking bad. It's real bad. Yeah. They had so much cool... They had the Dibbuk box. Like, that's amazing. I would, I yeah. would pay for admittance just to see that fucking box. And I don't even know if that's on display anymore. Ah, man, it's so cool. And they, the episode that, like, that was the central piece was really bad. It had this fucking loser just, like, reciting shitty poetry. Yeah, that was great. And we were just like, why? You can just talk about the box. It's so cool. (laughs) Like, it, you know, like, the stuff that people wrote about it, like, happened less than 20 years ago. Like, yeah, it's fucking cool as shit. And you have the original one, and you're just like, now nah, let's just get this guy to walk around and, like, recite community theater poetry. Ah, it's bad. Anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd still pay to go see it, though. I want to fucking see it so bad. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you for listening. And I have been your adventure lad, and that has been our ghost host. And we will see you on... The other side. Follow us on Twitter at Ghosts Podcast with an S, uh, on Tumblr at adventureswithghosts.tumblr.com, and on SoundCloud we are Adventures with Ghosts. Yeah, so almost all of those have S's.